Hi, guys. Welcome again to Toda Vida Podcast. I am so happy to have you guys. I have my first guest on the show today. Her name is Evelyn. I do know her since middle school. However, she is a nail tech based out of San Diego. So go ahead, introduce yourself. Hi, guys. <laughs> How are you feeling today? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm really blessed to be here. So thank, thank you. Thank you. Of course. Cool. No, yes. thank you for coming. I'm so blessed to have you here. Thank you for making the two hour drive on a Tuesday. Girl, the traffic is <laughs> Um, okay, so a little bit of a background story. So I have known Evelyn since middle school. However, what, two years ago you started doing nails? Yeah, about two years ago. Already, it's already hit two years, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to give you guys a little bit of an introduction. Um, just to let you guys know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Now, right now, she does have a TikTok platform that's growing. She's been doing nails for two years and she is engaged. Shout out to Juan on the ring, this girl. Period. That's our union money. <laughs> Coming up back with some union money, girl. <laughs> that's right. Um, however, it wasn't always like that for her. So a few years ago, she uh, she was a caregiver. And then from there, she began in like office jobs, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then um, even in the aspect of relationship, I, what, what would you describe that that period for you in the aspect of like relationship? Um, traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> to no, say the yeah, least. To, yeah, say, to the say, least. say the least. Um, um, yeah. So it was really different than what it looks like for you now. Oh, yeah. You know, and I just wanted to ask you, like, what encouraged you to make that change in your life, not only career wise, but eventually you had to get to a point where you stopped uh, entertaining things that weren't serving you purpose anymore from relationships to jobs. It just wasn't becoming enough. So what really encouraged you to kind of make that change? I think just wanting better. And I don't know, I feel like when you've been through so much, um, like when you've had enough, you just, you just know, you know? Yeah. When you're really when tired you, of it, yeah, you're tired of and when it. When you want better, you do better, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah. And just, Having God by my side. and Definitely. How do you feel like your path would have looked like you trying to do this without faith? Eventually, you got to a point where you weren't just tired. You had to have faith to make the leap of faith, to yeah. start your business, to um, no longer be in a relationship that didn't serve you purpose. So how would how do you feel like you're, it would have been like you trying to do this without faith? You know, not And this isn't to push like religion on anybody, but it gets to a point where when you take that leap of faith, you see God work through you, around you, and and really by your side. I think that when I would pray to God sometimes and I'd be like, I want this for my life or I want, you know, just certain things, certain goals, certain like, you know, things that I wanted to achieve. Um, I feel like God would be like, yes, but not with the people around. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, but not yet, yes, you know? Yes, Like Sometimes God's not right now is just not with them around type of scenario. But... No, that's awesome. Okay, so eventually you made the change. You decided to no longer have people in your corner that weren't serving you. And then you started your business. You started in your room, right? Yes, girl. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there, I think there's a beautiful struggle in that. No, um, yeah. So tell us what you would tell even like beginner nail techs, because it's been a journey for you. And nails are really underrated. Um a skill that like you have to learn prep you have to learn design application all of that so what would you tell beginner nail techs that want to start off honestly i think so i mean we've talked about this before but i feel like social media definitely glamorizes the beauty industry and like you just i don't know before i started doing nails like i would go on tiktok and i would see like girls posting like oh yeah you want to be a nail tech this is how much money you're gonna make this is that mm -hmm. and it's not like that it's not always it's like not that. like that at all you know 
Um, but I, I used to do makeup back in the day and I've always been like a creative person, you know, and I would do makeup on people and I'm like, it's always the same looks, always the nudes, you know, and yeah. everything. And, um, I'm like, where, where are the bitches with like the, want the blue eyeshadow, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I kind of got like, I had a creative block a little bit and then, okay. um, I was like, what else can I do? I was like, I don't like hair. I already know how to do makeup. I'm like, let me try nails, you know? Okay. And so um, <clears throat> that's kind of how it just all started. I was up at like 2 a.m. watching um, like some YouTube videos. And um, and I just, I saved up, I saved up all my money, used up all my money, went on Amazon, bitch. <laughs> whole shopping spree. When you first start your business, Amazon is the way to yeah. go. And then from there, you start to get like your product knowledge yeah. and you start to expand your business for sure. But would you say that it was more of an investment when you first started than it was, for, you know, you getting your money back? I feel like it's always an investment. Yeah, always. For sure. You're yeah. always pouring into your yeah. business. I remember there was a month where even when you first started off just to get some exposure, you were doing like sets half off. Girl, or you wouldn't even do- charge. I wasn't even charging, girl. Yes, if there's anybody that. out there that can tell me that I've been doing nails for the money, eh, let me get you <laughs> off because no, you're wrong. I used to do sets for free, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Because at that point, you knew you were still building your technique and you really just wanted that exposure. You yeah. really just wanted the practice. I think when you get into a service, um, you don't see the money right away. No, absolutely you not. You don't see the money right away. And I know and that it can get discouraging because you're investing. But at one point, you have to invest before you see the money oh, back. Oh, for sure. And I feel like that's one thing about being a business owner or even being like a small business owner. Like you're literally the last person to get paid. Mm-hmm. Period. Yes. Period. Yes. You're the last person to get paid. You're doing every single role. You're the janitor, the marketing, the, the one that's scheduling, todo, everything, the accountant, todo, everything. everything. Yeah. Is, now that you're in the beauty industry, is there anything that you're kind of weary about? Because like you stated, a lot of people kind of just glamorize it on social media. They don't really show the full behind the scenes of it. So is there anything that you kind of get weary about? Like me, I'm really scared to do collabs with other people because I feel like sometimes it's really just because they see your platform. That makes sense. And they want to just, I mean, of course we have to benefit each other, but unless we vibe naturally, then I don't really see me doing a collab with some people, you know? I feel you. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think, yeah. You don't get scared of it at all? No, I'm, I don't know. I feel like everything's just kind of like a learning lesson. And if something happens, I kind of just keep pushing. Okay. But I don't know. I'm, that's dope. I, I don't that's know haters. <laughs> These hater bitches that I gotta watch out for, but yeah. No, that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> I kind of was weary, weary in the beginning a little bit because I just feel like it's it's really glamorized, you know? Or no, like, yeah. for example, it's like, come take a class and I'll show you how to make six figures in a year and this is that. Like and it's that. like, it's not like <laughs> that, you know? So when it comes to networking or collabing, you want to make sure that you network and collab with the right people. Even us. We've known each other since middle school. Yeah. And then we just so happened to fall into the beauty yeah. industry. It wasn't anything it like was we totally met online. It was totally natural, yeah. Completely natural. For sure. Oh my gosh, no, I, I love that. <laughs> and okay, so let's see. We have some other questions. Um, other than that, how do you feel your hardships allowed you to grow in life and want better? I think growing up, watching my parents like really struggle because I had young parents, you know, my my mom had me when she was 15 and I have two younger siblings and just watching them like, you know, yes, I have parents, but 
to say like my my grandparents really raised us because my parents were always working you know and just watching them struggle and I don't know I just really want to be that one to break those generational curses and be like I don't have to work a nine to five you know I can if I if I want to do something I can do it so I think that kind of would just that's kind of what just drives me to want to do better you know yeah especially with entrepreneurship you can never stay uh how can i say you can never stay content you have to constantly be evolving constantly moving especially having a social media page that's in the beauty industry you have to constantly be posting your schedule your content (laughs) content is so hard to get sometimes (laughs) you have to be in the middle of everything and then online it looks so easy it looks easy girl and it's not it's not yeah and where do you where do you see your business going in like four or five years um, I don't want to be a nail tech forever. Okay. I don't. I really don't. Um, my business goals in the next five years, si Dios quiere, um, I want to own a nail supply store. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my great minds think yeah. Or maybe like, a, maybe like a shop that has like the tiendita on the front and then like the salon okay. in the back or something. I think That's that would smart. be really dope, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, for sure, something like that. In the beauty industry, I feel like there's uh, and there's nothing wrong with it but i feel like there's some people that are cool with just kind of staying with the clientele which i'm very blessed to have yeah we're very blessed to have but that's kind of part of part of like the level up like yeah. first we learn the technique then we get the client and then from there we have to think outside of the box because the whole point is to not just have a business it's to create a yeah. brand you know when you're really steady into entrepreneurship and that's pretty much all you got you know because i don't see myself going back to a nine to five so when oh, that's really all that you have you have to continue to level up to create a brand. And then mm-hmm. from there, you're going to be able to generate money without having to be in the shop every single day. Because yeah. it's it's hard work. It's yeah. backbreaking work. Yes. It it looks really glamorized and beautiful, especially with nails. And or, it's rewarding. It is. It's it is rewarding, rewarding. You know, but it's it's hard. It's, it's hard, hard work. work. It's hard out of these streets, you know? And I mean, hard, <laughs> hard work is definitely going to be everywhere. But it's just being able to, because eventually, you know, Right now you're engaged. You eventually want to have a family, things yeah, like that. Yeah. So being able to generate income off of a brand, yeah. not so much just off of like your technique and skills, definitely important for sure. Yeah. I love that. I want to do the same thing here at the store. Um, you did bring some goodies today, so I kind of want to get into that yes, too. Girl. We're going to talk more about your business, <laughs> stuff like that. But we did want to give a shout out, um, especially to all the chingonas that are self-employed, uh, businesswoman, Latina, Latina-owned businesses. So go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna go first. Um, so I do have a sweater on right now by Hefa's Run the World. Um, I have this sweater right here that just says "Grow Through It." I love it. I had messaged her on Instagram and I was like, I need a cop of sweater. I love that. It has, that's it super has a little cute. butterfly, you yeah. know. So I was like, that's definitely the vibe. <laughs> I wanted to get a blind reaction to the stuff that you brought today because it's super, super cute. Yeah, I had to get you some goodies, girl. Oh my gosh. You know how I'm like the so... talk, some of the talk shows that like Christina or like Wendy Williams, <laughs> they, they bring those a <laughs> Not Wendy gift. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean, girl. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, let's see. Let's take a look. If you guys see a uña quebrada, mind your business, okay? <laughs> I go for my throw next week. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Not the blinged out Patron bottle. <laughs> Todo en vida. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. I got you. 
Oh my god, do you like the name Toda en Vida? Yeah, That's I love awesome. it. I love it. Fire. That looks fire, huh? Yeah, I love it. Oh so my that gosh. that's from my homegirl Tina's Tipsy Bottles on Instagram. I Y'all seen hit her up. Yeah. She does really good yes. work. Yeah. And you know what? It turns on at the bottom, bitch. <laughs> I already see it. Wow, friend, this is beautiful. I don't even want to drink from it. <laughs> I have to save it. Yeah, like put it on display or something, you know. But this I, is yeah, beautiful. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. You say her name's Tina's Tipsy Bottles. Yeah, Tina's Tipsy Bottles on Instagram. I love and on this. TikTok. Thank you so much, Tina. You did amazing, Miss Girl. The attention to detail. I know she's I amazing. Yeah. She's literally amazing. She did a bottle for you before, right? Yes, yeah. Oh my gosh, she did so good. Wow, the attention to detail and how much time I know this for sure took. Thank oh, you so yeah. much. Tina, I appreciate you, Miss Girl. May your business <laughs> grow with abundance and blessings. Stop, because I feel like this one too. No, this one's me. cute too. You're going to like this one, babe. Oh my God. <laughs> Just when I thought you all did yourself with the last <laughs> one. Oh my gosh. This one's from Anita's Custom Crafts. So Anita's her, Custom Crafts. Yeah. Thank you, Ms. Girl. This is actually Juan's Thea. Really? Yes, girl. I'm like, let me put my girl on. I'm like, we love, we love anything that comes from Juan, okay? Especially that ring. Especially that ring. <laughs> this is awesome. Miss Girl. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. Oh, this is shit. so cute. So you can, like, sip on it while you're doing your podcast, you yep. know? Definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. Thank you so much, friend. This is awesome. You're Not welcome. only did you make the two-hour drive from San Diego, but then on top of that, oh, there's more in here? Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just love small businesses that are Latina-owned. Hustle hard. You gotta I support each this. other. Yes, of course. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is awesome. Okay, we're gonna talk a little bit more about your nail business. Y las flores, las flores. Las flores, we can't miss it. <laughs> we cannot miss it. I'm like, they smell so good. <laughs> That's from my homegirl, Vane. Um, she doesn't have her business page just yet, I don't believe, but it's. She does it's, amazing work. I think it's. Um, <clears throat> Vane PDRN or something like that. I love Padron. this. Porque nunca se van a morir. I know. I know. You can come from right And the little butterfly. We love <laughs> it. Thank you so much, Vane. These are awesome. I'm glad okay. you love them. Oh, my gosh. These are awesome. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm going to put them right there. <laughs> like I said, if you guys see a uña quebrada, mind your business, okay? <laughs> Literally, mind the business that pays you. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> okay. So, other than that, you are self-taught with your, your nail business. I am, girl. YouTube and that... TikTok University, okay? <laughs> and how did that go for you when you first started off? Like, it how did was... you start diving into different products and stuff like that? I know that, you know, your your fiancé was a huge supporter when you first started your a business. A huge supporter, yes. Um, Honestly, dude, I just watched a bunch of videos. I tried to just dive into a bunch of information, see how much I could learn and... It was always like, oh, should I do it? What if I'm not good enough? You know, in the beginning, but I just, I just did it. I just jumped into it, and I'm like, you're not gonna be perfect when you start. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And um, yeah. And you definitely, you when you made the transition into going into nails, I'm sure that at one point you seen that the job that you had 
just weren't enough. Oh, it was not serving. And me. when when yeah. you are in a routine like that, it really doesn't allow you to see your purpose, a greater purpose than just going to work, paying your bills. How do you feel like that transition into entrepreneurship has allowed you to better focus on yourself? I definitely feel like I have a lot of weight lifted off of my shoulders. I felt like it was really difficult juggling like a nine to five and then doing nails and you know, still catering to my man and my family. Like it was really yeah. difficult, you know? And I felt like, you know, working in nine to five, especially like the job that I was at, it was just very toxic, you know? And I just felt like a like a hamster in a cartwheel. Yeah. Or a cartwheel and a fucking, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, a hamster yeah. wheel, bitch, hamster you know what I mean? Wheel. I'm like a hamster doing a cartwheel. That's pretty lit. <laughs> no, but I talked about it on the last episode how I feel like Yes, of course, money isn't everything, but financial stability really allows you to dig deeper into yourself and find more purpose in yourself. Because like you said, you kind of get stuck in the hamster wheel of just going to work, coming home, yeah. going to work, coming home. And then you get what, like two days off. Yeah. So the first day off is your day off. And then the second one, you're just getting ready to go back to work. Yeah. So I'm sure at one point you did get tired of that. And then you eventually made the leap of faith. And now having your business, being able to work at your comfortability, how do you feel like that's better allowed you to just focus on yourself, work on yourself. I feel like it's definitely been able to help me focus on my business a lot more and just really like focus on like my family too. And my man also, you know, I just feel like it took like, like a lot of time out of my day, just working for somebody else. And yeah, it was, it's really draining getting stuck in that routine. And then sometimes we chase a check that isn't enough, but because it's stable, we continue yes. to chase it. And it's yes. not going to be enough. When you want better in life, you have to see like, okay, the things that I like, it's not going to be enough with this check. And if and if you do have a nine to five where it's like a career, then hey, all power to yep. you. But if it's not serving you purpose, and even then sometimes we were we were raised to think to chase stability instead of chasing what we really love to do. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. I feel like school actually also teaches you that they teach you to like go to college, get a job, work for someone. And then, you know, you get your 401k and then you die, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they don't teach you to like be your own boss. And, you know, they don't they don't show you that there's other opportunities out they there. They show you too. everything but like taxes. Exactly. Like that. <laughs> and even even owning a small business, you can still create a retirement. You yeah. can still have stability for yeah. yourself. It's just the discipline that you have to create for yourself. For sure. I think that's awesome. Okay. So now that you're out of the cycle of constantly just going to work and coming home, how do you feel? How do you feel with your business right now? Like, are you content? Do you feel like there's still things that you want to learn? I do feel like I could work a little bit harder, um, but I'm just I'm just going with the flow, dude. I'm just going with the yeah. flow, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and what, so you're self-taught, but what would you say to the people? Because I feel like, I'm going to be honest, I feel like once people get licensed, they kind of start to act a little bit funny where it's like certified versus licensed. And I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like school teaches you very minimum and you really learn your skill and technique based off of the hard work that you apply in your business. So, I mean, I know that that's kind of sometimes a struggle, but what would you say to to kind of that controversy of like certified versus licensed when really, though, getting your license is just, yes, having your license through state board. I, I recommend everybody to go get their license. But like I said, you're not going to learn everything in school. And eventually the technique and skill that you learn is is really based off of how hard you want it or like how how much you apply it, how hard you work. 
Yeah, I would say mind your business because we all start somewhere, you know, like not everybody has the ability to drop a couple thousand dollars and go to school like that, you know, like it's just mind your business and, and let, the let you know are if it's, so expensive yeah and then it's, if it's not affecting you like let people hustle let people do what they gotta do you know yeah i i i'm very open with my with my journey even when i opened up my shop i opened my shop and i wasn't even licensed yet because i was going to school for a year and four months i was going to school part-time um, I was able to luckily find a school where my tuition wasn't that much. My tuition was only two thousand three hundred. I believe that they raised the price a little bit up to uh, like twenty eight hundred. But I was lucky enough to find an esthetician school that didn't charge that much. But I was also providing for my family the entire time. So I couldn't afford to go to school yeah. full time. Yeah. And I think that that's something that a lot of people don't see. Now, if you definitely get comfortable, you know, being unlicensed from home and doing, you know, whatever it is for four or five years. And eventually you do run a greater risk. Yes. But I do recommend eventually, you know, people get their license, but getting their license is not what's going to determine your skill or technique. Absolutely. And there's haters out there, there's bro. There's big haters out there, girl. It's really, really sad to see the extent that people will go just because um, sometimes it's not even about the service. Sometimes it's just because they didn't get their way. They'll sit there and they'll call state board. Yeah. And, Honestly, but not even that, dude, like other nail techs, too. Like they're just some like, I don't know. I feel like the beauty industry is very cutthroat and it's a lot of competition. It's a lot of cattiness. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, like I've had somebody try to call state board on me, girl. Really? Another nail tech. Yes. Yes, girl. The yeah. About that. What? <laughs> I don't want to say too much just in case she comes across the video. But basically <laughs> she we followed each other on Instagram. She's like a really known nail tech in my area. Um, she has her shop. Like she has everything, you know, like she got she's doing her damn thing. She don't got to worry about you. Yeah, she don't got to worry about me. And then I had posted a picture on my Instagram talking about something like this is basically talking about my business plans. And this is what I want to do. And she messaged me and started talking about like, oh, are you going to make it state board regulated and started talking about all this stuff. And I'm like, girl, you used to work in your room, too, like. Why are you worried about me? So anyways, I said, black, got a black you girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you but, are no longer welcome but, here. But stuff like that, you know, it's like, mind your business, you know? Yeah. That's so sad. It, I think that it says a lot about other beauty service providers when they see you as competition. And I think it says a lot about them that they're intimidated by you. Um, I think that it should be something where we really truly supported one another. This is something that I talked about in the last, in the last podcast too, that I feel like when it's insecurity um, coming or like radiating from a woman, that's literally how you end up getting a hater. When yes. if we really think about it, we could learn from each other. I'm sure you having your clients, you get to see how much you genuinely get to learn from one another yes. because you're in an environment and in a space where you know that it's safe. You know, you yeah. guys get to talk it up and stuff like that. But I just think that's really, really sad. I think that as service providers, we should definitely support one another. There's room for all of us. To There's eat. money for everybody. There's money for everybody. Like even when I was fully booked, you know, like all the time, every single day, every hour of every day, I would always say, like, I don't mind teaching other women this craft because. That way they can provide a, you know, a living for themselves and there's room for all of us to eat. For sure. You know? Yeah, I totally agree. Your work is really, really bomb though. Thank you. Man. It's so <laughs> bomb. I've been following you for a while now and just how transparent the you growth, are. Yeah. The growth has yeah. been amazing to see in all aspects of your life. You know, you've been pretty transparent with it and just trying to juggle your two jobs. So you yeah. would work what hours and then what hours would you Girl, take clients? I would go in at eight. I'd get off at 
4.30, get home at 5, prep for like 30 minutes and also like do things around the house that I needed to do for like that next whatever, whatever, feed my dog, like, you know, all this stuff. And then come my 6 p.m. client. And that would be my only client during the week. My busy days would be Fridays because obviously I could stay up and the weekends, you know. And if I was feeling ballsy during the week, I'd be like, okay, let me take two. You know what I mean? But like it was very difficult, you know, and it wasn't like that, like forever you know like i i do have to give a lot of props to my man because i feel like he definitely took me out of like survival mode you know i love that yeah for you. yeah for sure like he really did <clears throat> and um i'm just i'm very like baby if you're watching this i love you <laughs> <laughs> no she's yeah, definitely no, my, yeah. man, my man my man yeah I no love period that for you. <laughs> and very much so well deserved well deserved we love you Juan. <laughs> um do you feel like you would have been able i know we kind of talked about it in in the beginning but do you feel like, especially being an entrepreneur, especially being a you know female-owned business, Latina-owned, you know, do you feel like having the correct partner in your corner will make the difference? Because a lot of women, I feel, don't know when to let go, and unfortunately, it kind of girl, it drag you to hell. No, and and it's it's really sad that they can't just open their eyes and see that some of the blessings that aren't coming to them. Sometimes you be blocking your own blessings, you know. Yes, one thousand yeah. percent. So obviously he's been a huge, a huge part of yes. your business. I love that for yeah. you. Yeah. Tell us about that. So when you first started, what kind of was his take on that? Um, I had first, I think I had texted him. He was at work or something. And I was like, cause I don't think I told him that I bought the supplies. I think I just bought it on Amazon. <laughs> and I was like, Hey, like, I think this is what I want to do, you know? Cause I had told him before, but I finally told him like, Hey, like, I'm going to do it, you know? Yeah. And from the jump, he's been very, very supportive. Like, randomly, he'll be like, come on, let's go to the nail supply store and he'll take me on a little shopping spree. That's you know what right. I'm saying? Right. Like, just in everything, I, I, I'm i very grateful for him because I don't know, like, I don't know how to explain it, girl. I'm like, future babe, if you're watching this, I need more wax. <laughs> I need more wax as we speak. <laughs> no, yeah. He's very supportive and... um. You know, I feel like we're supportive with each other. Like, you know, he recently got a job at SDG&E and I don't know. I just he's doing things that he wants to do with his life. And he's watching me do things that I want to do in my life. And just the support is there. And I love it. I love That's it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Do you feel like it would be detrimental to the success of a small business owner had they not had a partner that is is supportive of their their dreams? Yeah, you need your support. You need your circle there for you, for sure. I would I would do, like, nails on my sister, like, my other little sister, Val. Val. Yeah, yeah. She's so Dude, she's big. big. She's 14 now. That's, my, that's still my little baby. Oh, my baby. gosh. So when you posted that video on TikTok of your little sister, that's, that's her. Val? That's her, yes. Oh, my she's God. Big. Dude, when we would kick it, when we were kids, that she was, was a, a baby. baby. She was, like, two years old. Yeah, so little fun fact, little behind, the, you know, little behind-the-scenes story. So <laughs> Evelyn and I, we used to live around the corner from each other. She had two younger sisters, and um, her sister Val was a baby at the time. Damn, girl, I didn't know she grew up that much. Yeah, girl, I'm about to time pull, is a hold up. I'm about to pull memory out of your asshole real quick because tell me do you remember that time we had to beg your dad to let you spend the night at my house girl we had to beg my daddy for everything no no okay so you spent the night right do you remember we stayed up like all night girl and (laughs) you know what when people tell me when people tell me stories from back in the day i'm like 
I believe that. I believe I did that. Girl. I believe I did that. Girl, we went ding dong ditching. Do you remember that? And then in the <laughs> mañana we stayed up because we're like, let's make my bre- let's make breakfast for my family. And we thought we were like, oh, nobody caught us. Dude, the neighbors came. Yeah, they- <laughs> oh my God. They, they I remember we were, who was cooking breakfast? Was it your mom or? No, it was us. We were cooking, cooking breakfast and then we hear the doorbell and my dad walks in the garage off. Good ass. Oh my gosh, I definitely uh, remember that. And I remember we were in the kitchen. I w- yeah, and I remember I was. I was so looking tired. at that like save us, save us. She was in diapers. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, time is a thief. How old is she now? She's fourteen. Wow. Yeah, she's big. So she was the one that would let. She was like your practice model. She was my practice, and also my mom and. Um, my cousin Giovanna, um, just like a few friends, you know. It's crazy how when you first start, in this case, you were very, very blessed to have your mom and your younger sister to go ahead and support you. But when you first start, it's crazy how strangers will become supporters before family. In this case, it wasn't that because you did have like other females around I did, you. I did have, yeah. There was, you know, I peep everything, girl. That's and right. when I was offering like free sets, I'd be like, come on. Like, I, like sometimes I'd be like, damn, why aren't some of my friends coming to like get their nails mm-hmm. done? I'm like, what's up? Like, you're getting free nails. Like, you know, yeah. and I've even had someone, you know, we're still cool to this day, whatever. You know, I still do her nails, but she was like, I just wanted to wait till you got better because I just. Basically, she don't want to deal with all that, you know, oh. which is like I respect it, like cool, you know, but would you have been willing to take constructive criticism at that time? I always was looking for constructive criticism. That's awesome. I always just I just want I, even till this day, I just I just want to be better, you know? Yeah. Is there any is there any um, areas of your business right now you you feel you could improve? I think being we're constantly life- evolving for sure. We're constantly evolving. <clears throat> even though I have the shop now, like it's still not done. Yeah. People walk in and they praise and they're like, oh my gosh, it looks so beautiful. Yeah. And in the back of my head, I'm like, girl, I got so many other yeah, things to do. Yeah, so yeah. I still got so <laughs> many things to do with my shop. I think um, just being a little bit more consistent, you know, I feel like January was the month that I didn't really have a lot of clients because it's like slow season. You yeah, know? it's and slow season. January and then February, Valentine's and then tax mm-hmm, season comes mm-hmm. around. Girl, I'm going to be doing nails till 2 Girl, I'm going to be teaching a class in <laughs> April on purpose. So I'm like, if you guys want to, you know, go ahead and elevate and and do something with that tax money. When I first started, that's literally how I started my business. So let me give you a little tea because it, it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a podcast. Let me hear it with Evelyn <laughs> if I didn't drop a little bit of tea. Okay, so when I first started, I was working during the pandemic, right? So when I was working during the pandemic, um, I got told by my tax lady, she's like, "Hey, you have a back pay waiting for you," and I was like, "Do you remember that when they had back pays?" I not, don't. not everybody claimed it. Okay, no, so, I don't think so. So towards, I think it was like December twenty something. They had back pays waiting for you. So if you hadn't claimed it by December whatever date, you didn't get the back pay. So I used to before I started my small business because okay. again we're dropping some tea here. I used to work in dispensaries, so I wasn't working my social, you know. Oh, and even that is part of my story. Like, girl, I got rated on and everything, yeah. you know, and. But no, seriously, though, when I got raided on and that ended up happening, como dijo, I, I didn't go to jail, bitch. I was taken. Um, <laughs> it went. I, I remember just being there and being like, yo, this is not what I want for myself. Right. So I didn't work my social. I didn't do any of that. And then I told myself that I would never go back. Like literally the day that that happened, I told myself I will never step foot into a dispensary again working. How was that and experience? Girl, ghetto, ghetto. <laughs> In that industry, working as a butt tender, I think that everyone thought that 
we just like smoked weed all day and would, you know, just work faded. And that wasn't the case yeah. at all. We had inventory checks at 530 in the morning. I heard, like I heard bartenders work long hours, long too. hours. And back then <clears throat> I was literally making what I could make in like two hours now. Mm. Like it was money that I I thought I was seeing big money. Yeah. The point is, is like coming from that, I just knew that this is not what I wanted to do. Right. I was like, I'm more than willing to get a regular job where I don't have to worry about it being hot or like cops on my back, stuff like that. So yeah. I, in the middle of the pandemic, I started working at Nissan and I worked there for about a year. And towards the end of that year, I was told like, hey, you have a back pay that you can go ahead and claim, but you have to claim it now. So I was like, okay. So I went, I had seen how much I worked my social. I think I had worked like not even like $5,000 worth of my social. Literally nothing, right? So I remember I prayed and I was like, God, like if you give me a little extra money, like I promise I'm going to do good with it. I promise I'm going to do something with it, right? Girl, I thought I was going to get $1,300. I got almost eight racks. I got almost, God is so good. I got almost eight racks. But when I got that money, I literally paid off all my debt. I was like, you know what? If I start a business, I want to make sure that I start a business with no debt. debt free. Right. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So I paid off all my debt and I was like, how am I going to take my classes? Cause I didn't know how the whole certification and licensing thing mm-hmm. worked. So I was like, how am I going to pay my classes? And then boom, three months later, I get my taxes, which were three, three racks. Bitch. And I was like, what am I going to do with this? So my classes were 1500 and my laptop was 1500. Cause I was like, if I'm going to be a small business, I need to have at least a laptop, something, you know, yeah. something yeah. You know, to make my spreadsheet, like, whatever, some girl. some girl, you know? <laughs> and, um, so then I had paid, I've paid my classes and I got my laptop, but I didn't have money for supplies. Cause you already know supplies yes. is really expensive. Yes. So I was like, okay, like God, I think you already done did it for me. Like, I think you already, I think, I think you already maxed me out. Boom. Stimulus came 14. Oh. Yeah. Damn, dude. And I was like, okay. I was like, and I'm not incriminating myself right here because this is money that y'all, y'all was getting that EDD money and y'all did nothing with it. Okay. I made sure I started a business All with that, PPP you know? Loans, girl. Girl. <laughs> then PPP loans. Dude, they locking people up. They locking people up. Yeah. No, no. But um, at the time though, when I ended up getting that money back though, I just remember being like, oh my gosh, I had never seen money like that. And I was like, I literally have to do something with this. Cause again, I got stuck in the working a nine to five. I actually worked 10 to seven girl. That was miserable. Yeah, yeah. And I would, you know, I would be up by eight. I wouldn't get home until like eight 30. So really there were 12 hour days for me. Now I do still work 12 hour days, but I do it for myself. Right. And it's so much more rewarding. And I think that had I gotten even that blessing of the money, had I gotten that blessing prior to the struggle, I don't think that I would have used it correctly. Honestly, I don't think that I would have used it correctly. And most people will say like, oh, well, in other words, you just got your business handed to you. No, but, I didn't. But I, you prayed about it. You I prayed did. about it, you know? I did. And I and I think God definitely knew my intentions with that. I was just about to say that. When, when I got that money, God definitely knew my intentions with that. I started my business in April and TikTok blew me up in October. Yes. And I was like, whoa, like I I almost felt like I made it overnight, but I know that I didn't because for those, you know, five months or, you know, 
that time from April to October, I was really, really steady, like just hungry for it, just yeah. wanting it, you yeah. know? And I'll be honest, I thought about it too. I was like, what kind of service would I want to do? I was like, I don't want to do, um, I don't want to do nails because I was really intimidated by nails. I would have loved to have been a nail tech, Why? but I was so intimidated Why? because, because people honestly underpay nail techs. Let me get into it. Okay. <sighs> Let's get into Let's it. Let's get into it. <laughs> People really underpay nail techs because one, it's not just the application, it's the prep, it's the design, it's the product, and it's not just one or two polishes. You need acrylic, tips, a drill, a dust collector, a lamp, like all these different things. And then you say $100 for a set? Se están cagando. No, I know. Oh I my know, gosh. girl. Yes. Like, I that's do, not fair. I do feel like nail techs are the least like respected in the beauty industry yes. for sure. And I've I do feel like it. we always, we do actually use a lot more products also. And yeah, girl, stop playing with us. Like, <laughs> you know, no. we're not trying to pocket your money. You know, if I no. tell you a set is $100, like people think that $100 is going to my pocket and it's not. Yeah. More than likely is going towards supplies, babe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and each set takes you what, like two and a half hours? Two and a half hours, just depending. I mean, the other day, um, the cantarito de barro. Yes, I nails, saw those. I did, those those were took me like four, almost five hours. And how much do you charge for a set like that? Um, it just depends. It depends. It was my girl, so we kind of did a little the girl okay. that the with the flowers. So I just oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. You know, okay. So, you That's know just, I've got to hook sometimes the phone, girl. you know what I mean. So, but it, it's cool when it comes out of the kindness of your heart because yes. there are some people that come in wanting the most and they still kind of expect the discount. Yes. Yeah. Um, like I think, picky, picky clients for yes, sure. I think that it's okay to want a good service, but when you want the best quality service and you're willing to pay the least, it's like. Miss girl, be for real. Yeah. Be for real. Yeah. You know, you definitely have to think of the fact that we don't have sick pay. We don't have vacation time. We we're the one that pay our taxes. It doesn't just come out of our check automatically. For sure. Sometimes they see the amount that we get paid and they think that we pocket all that, but that's not the case at all. No, 50, 30, 20, babe. Like 50, 30, 20. <laughs> 50, 30, 20 is you a thing. Like, yeah, no, people definitely think you'd be pocketing it. And even and then, even then when that. I pay myself now, I literally, my accountant tells me like, you need to pay yourself more. I'm like, girl, I, I pay myself and it goes right back into the business. You're like, I'm trying. I'm like, I'm trying to pay myself. <laughs> no, but like you said, we're literally the last to get paid sometimes. Yeah, we're the first ones in, last ones out, and last to get paid. Like, do you feel you like, know? do you feel like your technique has, like, as far as time wise, do you feel like it's been able to get better a little bit? Yes, just because I've been more consistent. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, but it's, it just depends what they want, you know? Yeah. It Do you have them send you, like, inspos Oh, yeah, for in? sure. For That's sure. I have, to, I have to. And a lot of the times, too, because they know I'm not, like, a $25 nail tech girl. You yeah. know what I mean? They know that when you're coming to me, you're probably going to be spending $65 or more. You know what yeah. I mean? And um, I, I just, I like to give people a price quote beforehand. Because if yeah. you come already and I tell you the price and I'm already got your nails done. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be pissed about the price. Like, I'm not trying to deal with all that. You know, I'd yeah. rather just like get and it out the super, way and let you know. It's super intimidating, too, when when you're home based because you're really allowing people into your energy, into your space. Girl, my mom has to like uh, she has to do the little cleanse in my nail room sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? The little sage? The sage? Yeah, dude, she'd be doing that because you do bring a lot of energy into you your home. And it's it's hard. It's hard trying to be like picky with people that that like the clients that you try to 
choose you know what i mean but like i don't know you cannot i don't know i don't know hard to explain but not all money is good money especially being a beauty service provider not all money is good money if we're just not in a space where i can satisfy you especially when they come in already telling you like girl i don't already been through like eight nail tags yes. i'm like oh girl you went ninth you've been through the ninth <laughs> with me <laughs> yeah no i i've had i've had to fire one client before she was cool she was great you know like i loved her because she always got like some bomb ass nails you know like yeah. she let me be hella creative with it but i just feel like she would like nitpick little things. And I just felt like, damn, like, I don't want you to spend your hard earned working money. If I'm you're not satisfied, satisfied with what I'm giving you, you know, I feel like you deserve to love your nails. And if I'm not giving you that kind of service that you want, then, you know, you should go with somebody else. You're so sweet about it. I honestly, <laughs> I feel like sometimes I feel like I'd be having no backbone. Like I'd be saying no client or no extra guest. Next thing you know, I'm like putting caricaturas on for the little kids. I'm like, oh, I'm like, it's all right, though. We love you, puppy. Like, you know? No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely try. But I do feel like I have to um, have more of a backbone when it comes it's to this hard. industry. It's, it's hard, hard because then people put you out to be like oh she's a bitch or like yeah like she's this or she's that and that's not even what i'm trying to do especially me like i promote a lot you know my faith not even promote i that's not even the word i should be using not promote i um i talk a lot about my faith i talk a lot about where i come from and how humble that i i am but i feel like the moment that i try to have a backbone especially being in the beauty industry it's kind of looked at like oh all of a sudden you're not humble and it's like no i am humble but i've learned where it's taken me not having a backbone and not having that self-love and that self-respect, you know? So I've definitely tried to go ahead and establish that a little bit more, but I'm learning. I'm it's constantly hard. learning. I'm constantly learning. I've been in the industry for almost three years now and I'm still constantly learning, but. No, it's hard, but it's necessary because people will run over you, girl. They'll, I know. They'll like, you know, they'll, yeah. Especially, I just, I, I just see it as this. It's like, I know that for people that work a nine to five, when they bring their hard earned money to me, whether it's a hundred bucks, I'm thinking like, okay, I'm not pocket watching anybody, but I'm thinking in the back of my head, okay, let's say, let's say you have a blessed job where you're getting paid $25 an hour. We're going to reach high. Okay. Yeah. $25 an hour after taxes. You look like 20, yeah. 20, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm like 20, you know, uh, or hundred divided by 20. I'm like, that's at least five hours of your day. That's almost a work day for you. So for you to come and spend that money with me, I'm super, super thankful, but I also want to make sure that I satisfy you, you know? And I feel like that's why sometimes I, not that I put too much heart into it, but I just, you just want to give them the best experience. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I mean, we're, we're service providers, but we are human. We all have our days and um, I, I am very thankful for the clients that show me that grace, but, um, just to kind of give like a little recap. So I just want to tell you, I'm really, really proud of you. Thank you. I've been seeing your entire journey Thank from you. you starting at the corner of your room to transforming your garage yeah. and still constantly evolving. I can't wait to see what you do with it. Um, I know that this is literally just the beginning and it I'm is. so happy that you genuinely have a partner that is excited for you that is supportive of everything that you're doing because that's essential, especially as someone that's trying to chase their dreams because they're tired of the cards that they were handed in life, you know, and, and a partner that truly understands, you know, cause it, it makes a difference when you don't have that. Yeah. You know, I'm like, girl, it was real ghetto for me, but anyway, (laughs) anyway, I've been through a ghetto too. I know, you know, like, yeah. And And I think that it's just, 
you you learn from it though. Yeah. You definitely do learn from it. You know what you don't end up wanting. And even today, having all the women that that like provided these goodies for us, like <laughs> this is amazing. From Hefa's Run the World to Tina's Tipsy's bottles. <laughs> and then remind me, remind me of Juan Stia, because that's not that's Anita, not her Instagram name. <laughs> no, Anita's custom. Anita's custom on crafts. Instagram. Thank you so yeah. much. And are they all are they all Latina? Yes. Wow. Yep. I love yep. that. Got to plug in my girl. And then Bonnie too. We cannot yes. forget. That's your name, right? Just want to make sure. Yeah. Bonnie. Okay. Um, she's starting out. You know what's so funny, dude? I'm so proud of her though. For starting off, these are amazing. Vane, these are literally going to go as my centerpiece to my store. I've been wanting something <laughs> like this. No, I'm seriously going to have it. She's, I just... she's my regular client. And every wow. time she recently uh, came up to the idea with me that she wanted to start doing this so i try to encourage my clients sometimes i'm like hey like if you want to start off some like do it do it you do know it. and these are amazing i feel like okay one thing is to you know get these beautiful flowers these huge arreglos yeah. but this is really really creative it's the cute, fact that right? it's something that'll last yeah you can keep it forever it, you girl. can literally keep it yeah. forever i'm girl i'm going yeah. to keep it forever <laughs> i'm like vana these are gonna be in my stormers girl thank you so so much but um other than that just I just, again, wanted to praise you on how proud I am of you because I know that it took a lot for you to take that leap of faith. This is something that I constantly encourage people. And the reason why I kind of spoke a little bit about your background, about how you were just kind of steady working the nine to five, nothing wrong with nine to fives, but if it's no longer serving you purpose, then you, like we said, we you kind of get stuck in that hamster yeah. wheel of just repetitiveness. That's It's a steady check, but it's not enough, yeah. you know? taking the leap of faith, really trusting God to, to start a business, you know, yeah. despite what anybody said, despite what anybody's thoughts were, despite you being a beginner in the beginning, you know, you still continue to work at your technique, work at your application, your craft, <laughs> everything like that. So girl, collect your flowers, miss girl. You deserve Aww, it. You deserve you. it. Uh, other than that, that'll conclude today's episode. But if you guys haven't already follow our Instagrams. So I'm self care by Ash LLC on Instagram. We also have Todo and Vida podcast we also have go ahead girl stand um, on business <laughs> um chula's nail shop on instagram and chula's nail shop on tiktok and then if you want to follow me on youtube that's cool too that's cool too <laughs> and last but not least um we're gonna go ahead get a close-up of that ring right there oh my yeah go ahead stand on business girl <laughs> thank you so much for making the drive thank you so much to everybody that's tuned in i hope you guys love this episode and this is just you know we kind of want to do something light uh still funny but encouraging to all of you guys so if you're out there thinking about starting a business girl start it do it start it you guys got this thank you so much and we will see you on the next episode peace <laughs>